0: What's up?
1: Nothing much. What's up with you?
0: Nothing much. So it's Ricky here. This week I'm representing everyone in the United States who is dying from this fucking summer heat. <laughs> because I didn't ask for this shit. And it's been you 90 know. days. 90 degrees for almost a week and I I just want to scream. So that's me.
1: Why is it so bad? I literally feel like I have to take five showers a day.
0: I want to say global warming, but I feel like we say that for everything, and I don't want to like make it lose its power. But really, global fucking warming. It's okay.
1: Terrible. I this hate is it. shit. And it's the yeah. the
0: humidity is even worse. It's ninety eight degrees and it's like ninety five percent humidity. How am I supposed to live with that?
1: Like I feel like someone dips me in a vat of oil every five hours, and I feel gross. That's, <laughs> that's <how discussing laughs> this outside. Anyway, I'm Michelle, and this week I'm representing the last minute wedding planners, and you know. I have no time for anything.
0: I feel like last minute and wedding planner don't aren't supposed to go together.
1: You know, being the oldest sibling really is trash. And also, I'm very blessed to have a family that, like, just gets shit done. Um, but, you know, it apparently other people don't have that. And other people have families that are real trash and petty and and not cute. So, you know, let's thank God for my little blessings and my family and friends because I have a whole team of people that just step in and make it happen but you know on that note
0: welcome to encroachment where (laughs) you know we keep it petty and cute but we do the trash shit at home
1: we get shit done though
0: we get shit done all right speaking of getting shit done the NFL got a lot of fucking shit done this week so who do you want to start with the news
1: um I have um I'm talking about Odell today but a lot of things on Odell so if you want to go first you can
0: all right, cool. So I want to talk about Aaron Fucking Rogers. That bad <laughs> man, as Stephen A. Smith says. Okay, so he finally got paid. Kudos to Aaron Rodgers. Clap it up, clap it up. It's fine. It's a four-year contract extension worth $134 million. Yeah. An average salary of $33.5 million a year, which is just fucking insane. The signing bonus is $57.5 million, which is the biggest signing bonus in NFL history. Matt Stafford was second with $50 million, which is also nuts. I leave coming away a little bit disappointed, though, because the guarantees, there's only $78.7 million of the contract is fully guaranteed. And... Matt Ryan is $94.5 million fully guaranteed. And Kirk Cousins set the market with the fully guaranteed $84 million yeah. deal. And I would have liked to see Aaron Rodgers take maybe a shorter contract with a little less money and, like, more guarantees to keep that being, you know, the pattern and where the NFL is going in terms of contracts. It doesn't do where the NBA is, like, player safety. Like, I think that's more important than, like, the big number. But I feel like recent people kind of disagree about that, I suppose. Where do you feel about that?
1: I mean, I definitely think that I, th- I think that they, the players should definitely be paid more I think I don't really completely understand the salary cap enough to say it should not exist but I think it's kind of ridiculous especially compared to other sports like as much as these like people are getting record-breaking contracts this week it's literally a drop in the bucket compared to what baseball players make
0: in, and like, I what feel the teams like, are making right now.
1: It's crazy. Like my mom always jokes that like if she like had another son or something she would make him play baseball just so he could be like a relief pitcher and play 5 hours of baseball a year and get paid almost a million dollars like for nothing. And also I feel like they don't deal with a lot of the same um, traumatic injuries and potential long-term effects as football players do so i really wish that they would be i guess respected more i guess paid more for what they like their bodies go through the most
0: i mean that's why and, i think the guarantees are so important like that's that's yeah. where the guarantees come in and like yes you could have like you know 134 million dollars but i mean at the end of the day if you get like wiped out tomorrow which is possible yeah. on any given sunday in nfl you are only get 78.7 million and like not that that's a small number but like whatever and the salary cap I get it in the sense that I, I do think that there should be something about parity and like making sure that certain rich owners can't just buy the best team. But yeah. um, I've heard arguments that that's not the only way to do that. I don't know enough about the finances to really go into that, yeah. but if there are other ways to make sure there's parity without taking money out of players' pockets, I'm all fucking for it. Huh? One idea I've seen come up in the discussion online was, and I saw it come up you know last season too, when, whenever, whenever the QB contracts come up. And it's the idea of, QB salaries being separate from the salary cap.
1: Oh wow, that makes sense though.
0: And I kind of like that. It's, we constantly say it's the most important position in the league. It's the the amount they get paid compared to everyone else is already fucking.
1: Yeah, the only person on the Giants now that's over Odell is Eli.
0: Right, which is a whole nother problem. Yeah. <laughs> Eli shouldn't get I mean,
1: listen, I'm here for Morris. Eli. Eli little took his last little name and made some shit happen for real. Like,
0: You know what? If I had like, the Manning name too, I would be out there pimping that fucking shit. So, <laughs> whatever. But I like the idea of QB being separate from salary cap. I think it makes sense. I think they even do something like the NBA does with the whole, like, Supermax contracts if you stay and, like, so you can get a different team. Like, there are ways to make it so you get more flexibility to pay yeah. more. And if QBs are out of salary cap, then everybody else's salary will go up, which is also right. for everyone. So, right. yeah, I, I like it. I, I'm sure someone can think of some problem with it, but that that's kind of where I am on that. Um, My next piece of news is I want to talk about, the obviously, the fucking protests and shit, right? So, on the yeah. good news, Colin Kaepernick today received the ruling from the... Uh, the arbitrator, and his grievance against the NFL for collusion, which really, the NFL requested the summary judgment, which means that they would get a quick judgment on what was going on in in hopes that they would get it thrown out. The arbitrator said no. There's enough to send this shit to trial, which is great. Yes. Keep in mind that Eric Reed also has a similar grievance pending with the NFL, so if this Mm -hmm. goes to trial, that sets a good precedent for Eric Reed. I'm all for two fucking collusion trials against the uh, NFL. And then, um, what I what upsets me about I mean that news is great. I'm happy to see this go forward. I think collusion has obviously there's a face validity case for a conclusion right now in my opinion. Um, and when I look at things like the fucking Seahawks signing Brett Hunley to be their backup quarterback,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and I'm just like, Brett why? Shat, he shat the entire fucking bed last season playing for the Packers. So I don't, I just don't see anything. I, it, to me, like, Con Captain would be the perfect fit there. The same way I thought he'd be a good fit in Rayman, Baltimore. Yeah. Where fucking Joe Flacco, like, I just feel like there's so many situations I you can gonna point pick to and RG3? say.
1: Like, you literally signed RG3.
0: Exactly. Exactly. Which is, it just, for me, yeah. Again, there's so many places I can point <laughs> to in the NFL and just be like, Colin should be there. Colin should be there. Colin could be there. And the fact that it hasn't happened, what other explanation is there besides this?
1: Yeah.
0: So I'm happy to see that fucking go to trial. And I'll be keeping an eye on that. And we'll be bringing you the latest here, obviously. Um, So, yeah, what do you got on OBJ?
1: So, um, clearly, the contract, everyone has spoken about that. And um, he signed a five-year, $95 million contract, which is unreal. I don't even know what to do with that type of money. Like, I have no clue. (laughs) Um,
0: Well, first, you pay our student loans.
1: But that's it, that's nothing. Like, my student loans would be nothing. Like, I need to reach out, I need to like, get Instagram again, make a viral dance, get Odell. See, to this is how bitches me. get caught up,
0: though. They get the 95 million, they're like, Oh, I'll pay my student loans. It'll be, it's nothing. Then you spend all the money being a hot shit. And then you yeah, but still I need him to pay up...
1: my loans. I need to get on his radar somehow so he pays my loans. <laughs> that's what I need. His little 95 million can 100% help me with that.
0: So but we're going to start going you know, to Giants games. Titty's out.
1: Ready. But I feel like he's in football mode. I need to get him in a different way. Like, everyone's sure. trying to try and get him that way. I need to find a different...
0: A different angle. The
1: box. After this wedding is over, you know. Main priority. <laughs> um, but he, yeah, he will take up about 11% of the Giants um, cap in 2018. Or 2019, which will be interesting to see how that's gonna work um that's a lot especially after like i said before that's still behind eli so like you probably you potentially have two players taking up a third of your salary cap
0: and you're gonna have to like, eli's not you doing you have shit. to sign someone to replace eli which is gonna cost you exactly you got saquon on a rookie deal so you going to have to fucking re-up yeah. him before odell's contract is over it's
1: not gonna be cute for you yeah yeah um, I mean,
0: he deserved it though, so he does. Day, I can't yeah, he
1: does, and i I think I keep forgetting because he exploded so quickly, I forget how young he is all of the time, you know, I right. feel like he's older and he's not, you know he is he did so much, he had the catch his rookie season, right?
0: yeah, I mean, this is his big yeah. this is his first big deal, right, yeah, yeah, which in the least four years, yeah,
1: he came back from an ankle injury. I broke my ankle also. I know how terrible that shit is. Like, um, I can't even go like hiking or do some stuff sometimes because I just feel not that it it hurts, it just feels like the confidence I have to do stuff is not the same. So, props. And you're not fucking jumping in the
0: air doing 40 yard dashes in the
1: five seconds. (laughs) No, nothing, not even close. (laughs) And so, for him to come back and like crush it, like, he has it was so cute I was reading one of the ESPN articles and they're like yeah and you see him running up and down the field and he has a red scar up halfway up his leg it goes with his tattoos like yes I got one too boo
0: we can bond
1: (laughs) (laughs) but yeah no I I mean it's just really awesome that he got that especially since he really didn't play last year um the year before that he didn't you know was very dramatic people were calling him a diva and all that other stuff was going on so
0: Yeah, I mean, you can only ignore pure talent for so long despite the drama. Um, Bleacher Report's uh, and left pod they well, I guess it was just actually Chris Sims. he made this clip about how this is a revolutionary deal for, like, the NFL players. And because of the way, you know, Odell didn't have to do a holdout and, like, um, he showed up for training camp and did all this stuff and still got paid. And, like, Uh... to me, I feel like that's how it's supposed
1: to be. So, i don't really, I'm I'm don't sure. really like, I see i don't really believe that i don't feel like I, it's revolutionary because the Giants are only gonna trade him for like two first round draft picks like it's not you like they were deny trying that to get talent a, yeah they weren't trying to just get rid of him like they were open to yeah. trading him but it would have cost people you know what I mean so it's like i feel like like i feel they knew his worth already and he did too and they were going to trade him for a good ass fucking deal, not just to get him off the team, you know.
0: I just think it's a sad state, and it speaks to where we are in terms of capitalism and whatever the fuck is going on. Like, mm, yeah. it's revolutionary for an employer to act in good faith. It's, it's revolutionary basically what you're for my like, team. It's. Rep- I mean, right. my
1: team is trash. Look at Kirk. <laughs> <laughs> that was unfortunate. They
0: dicked Kirk around they like I've never did. seen in my entire I like, life. I
1: really want him to do well, but part of me does not. like. I don't
0: um, bitch, he's my fucking fantasy football quarterback. He better do Again, well. Again,
1: he's awesome on fantasy
0: football. Though. I like, he love really on fantasy, fantasy football. football. He's always such a good value. He I don't was... have to draft too high to get him. And no.
1: Everyone sleeps on him. And then I think two yep. years ago is when he had like a five touchdown, four touchdown five touchdown game. That's when Sam was texting me like, oh, I love Kirk Cousins. I still have the screenshots. I will never delete them <laughs> because it's the only nice thing he's ever said about my team ever. I will never delete them. It was it was so funny. He scored like forty-seven points that week, I think, on fantasy. It was crazy.
0: Yeah, I mean, I yeah, I live for Kirk on fantasy, and I live for him in the Vikings this season. I think he's gonna do really well. Um, oh, and yeah. the Redskins will realize that they missed the fuck out because Alex Smith. It's different when you're throwing the fucking Tyree Kill, Travis Kelsey, Kareem Hunt. I mean, like,
1: but we, I was imagining like, stacked,
0: that's a stacked roster.
1: We look like we didn't look so bad the first couple of snaps against I mean I was it's also
0: preseason people don't open up the whole playbook like I just I'm just concerned that I think Kirk and Jay I think he understood what Jay Gruden was doing I think he did that well I think people underestimated how badly things went wrong around Kirk
1: yeah and like
0: that shit's gonna still happen with Alex Smith and I don't think Alex Smith has not, I mean, talent-wise, I don't know if it's that big of a gap, but I just think it's going to be – I think it's going to be a step down. Everyone thinks it's either the same as a step up. I think it'll be a step down, and it's also not a long-term investment. Like, he's older.
1: Oh, absolutely. But the Redskins don't so. do long-term investments. We don't do that very well. Yeah. Especially in a quarterback position.
0: <laughs> so, what else we got on Adele? But, you said multiple things, right? Like, yes.
1: Like, everyone – again, everyone to talk about the contract. That's, like, all numbers. Um, but I really loved – Cause he was on LeBron's show on Tuesday. Did you hear about? Oh, that? I
0: heard about this. I don't know what he said, but yes. I heard about it.
1: So Wait, also, I LeBron just, has a show. Yes, LeBron has a show every Tuesday called the Shop, and I heard it was mentioned last week because someone else is on it, and I heard that it was really good.
0: What is it? What network? Where does it? What is HBO. Going on? Oh.
1: So he has a lot of like prominent black male athletes and um, people come on.
0: Okay, LeBron. um And like
1: speak about culture and like life experience and things. And I, I, I really want to check it out. I haven't I've only seen clips. Um, but again, this is the second time I've heard it brought up and I yeah, I'm excited. I definitely So I let's definitely, watch
0: it this week and we'll do a little segment for it next week.
1: Yes. Um, but, in so I just wanted to kind of like revisit Odell's whole social media, maybe I guess, uh, timeline because if as everyone remembers, when he first came out, when he first, his rookie season, he also was dancing a lot. We had the video with the friends. They were both in boxers and they were dancing. And that's when the gay rumor started. So the first season, he was, his sexuality was called into question so many times. Um, whether it's between the dancing, um, the clothes he chose to wear, him dyeing his hair, anything like that. Um, And it was just kind of, it just highlights how, number one, football just is a great example of toxic masculinity and how you literally can have no weakness. You cannot have any form of expression that even hints at anything other than I'm a man. You know what I mean? Yeah. Also how... There are other white men and white athletes that are allowed to dance, like grog dances, all the time, um, and it's fine.
0: I think and it's not.
1: Allowed...
0: Yeah, I've, I've heard it's, that I mean, it's the not the same. It's not about even being the you know, same. It's not... that Odell is good. It's like. We, we're used to yeah. seeing, like, old white men dance around looking silly. Or, like dances like, like a
1: bro. He like, runs like a bro. A and, bro. like,
0: when he tries to, like, twerk, it's like, I can tell you're, like, a it's... white bro twerking at the fucking frat house yeah. after chugging the whole keg. Yeah. Like, I get it. So, it's about yeah. how good he is. But I understand, yes, I still see what he's right. saying.
1: And it's about how, like, um basically, and this is also touched on, this is leading up to what was touched on in the LeBron show about how um, white men, white athletes are allowed to do more things. Like, they're kind of allowed to have a greater range of expression before being considered gay or too soft or too fashionable or too expressive. Um, like, basically, Odell did not adhere to the strict codes of masculinity. So he was – his sexuality was called into question that entire season. It was a joke, running joke. On I mean, it's live. not even just the season. It's
0: even now. Like, I mean, it's – Okay, that but he's no, totally last right. summer
1: – Last summer after he broke his ankle and he was doing rehab, he was allegedly a photo or a video of him naked in bed in Paris with a woman and everyone was focusing
0: on (laughs) cocaine. Yeah, exactly. Everyone (laughs) talked about the drugs
1: and I'm just like, okay, but two years ago, everyone was like, Oh, he's gay. He's gay. He's gay. He's gay. But now he's naked in bed with a woman and no one is saying, and you know, it's just so funny how the spotlight has shifted. You know, now again, it was focused on the cocaine or the illegal drugs or whatever, And it was just, it's unfortunate how he especially is just under a spotlight. It's kind of crazy. Um, So on the show on Tuesday, um, he definitely spoke about how he feels like a zoo animal um, that people just come, yeah, come to look at him. And they're like, oh, there's the lion in the zoo. There's the, you know, whatever. People don't really realize that he's a person um, and anything like that. Um, and then him and, I do have a clip, him and LeBron were talking about how, again, black athletes are held to a different standard across the board than white athletes. Like, they can also never be good enough stat-wise, um, but also in public. And I'm, hmm. I'm going say that right now. Okay. I had to have another day. I didn't want to take a
0: picture. Like, I'm, like, I'm really in a rush. I got to go. I get on Twitter. It's like, oh, yeah, I'm a giant season to over for 30 years. Like, first of all, you eat 20 something and it, then it, 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 it's like, oh, he's an asshole. He didn't want to take a picture. It's like, to me, I'd be feeling like, I tell people this all the time, I really feel like a zoo animal. Like, that's where life's gone for me. You know, you used to take your kids to the zoo and we used to be like, you know, I want to I see the lions, girl. Let's go see the lions. And you go out there and the lions are laid out. You know what I mean? It's like, why aren't they doing lion stuff? You know what I mean? Like, I got people who call them. Dance like like I'm a like I'm a, a show punk is show monkey or something like I'm a
1: puppet you know what I mean and it's like to me that doesn't feel good but it's
0: like damn that's what life became but can you ever really detach
1: from that? Did you hear that? Yeah yeah I heard it. Okay yeah so and then basically LeBron went on to say how he even brought up Aaron Rodgers how Aaron Rodgers can be out and he can not want to take a photograph not say anything and people are more accepting of that and white athletes whereas if someone like Odell who does put himself out on social media with dancing like he did the the in my feelings challenge and all the other things that um, people will call him an asshole or other names like people are more quick to jump to a more negative frame of mind for a black athlete in public versus white people so
0: yeah yeah I mean I in some in many ways I hear that yeah I mean I also it's hard for me to have but too much sympathy for the whole like feeling I'm a you know the animal in the zoo mentality when like you use your like your body and your brand and your image like that's how you make your money yeah it's like it's like if Kim Kardashian was complaining about having too much paparazzi like that is that is that is how you make money that is you yeah so like for Me, I'm in like more of an intellectual field, so I put out you know my papers or whatever, and that gets charged and so I get to talk to them. And I get to see on the back burner, but I also don't make I'm not getting 95 million dollars in a new contract, right? So you can't, I mean, it's you got to take the good with the bad. I don't know if you can expect them I mean, to make to be this whole ass person all the time,
1: but also I think that he I think it's different for him maybe because in the Kim Kardashian thing because he, I feel like he enjoys dancing there are reports that if you go to 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 like watch him in practice he is dancing the whole time you know that's I mean, yeah, he's been and, in like
0: dance battles and stuff but you
1: know and i feel like he's also allowed you're also allowed to wear whatever the hell you want to wear like and he is now like, he's a fashion quote-unquote not icon but he an influencer i guess in like the athlete world um similar to lebron i guess um or russell
0: westbrook yeah
1: right so i think that it is fortunate that people are very attracted to him based off him just being himself. Um, But I also feel like that's very stressful because then when you're not on, like you can't never be not on, you know, people are always. And also I just, I think it's an overall problem with celebrity as well. These people are people, you know, like they should be allowed to go to Starbucks.
0: You don't think there should be much. a trade-off though? Like, there's something you there's something unique about being able to make that much money as a result of that much fame. And like, I think if a lot of people say, "Okay, if I'm going to follow you and like make you feel like you know under surveillance for whatever to make that much money," like I I would right. do it. But I at would, the same like,
1: time, I just
0: feel like it's part of the. And if you don't want to, you don't. Have, there are plenty of athletes who do don't get to, the extension, Odell does. Right. Like you don't have to be as out and like about and like proud and like brand like personal brand focused as you are like we know why you
1: but know what it's not only him like- there i read an article about how um basically nfl executives were trying to brand nfl athletes the same way um nba athletes are successfully branded and odell was one of the one of the focuses on that um so it might not all be from him you know what i mean it may There may have been this whole machine behind him that maybe he didn't even know about um, or he wasn't even ready for. I think he kind of got thrust into this crazy spotlight, which he definitely benefited from. You know what I mean? I'm not saying he should have complete privacy, but at the same time, he's still a human being, you know. And I think human beings have to do a
0: fucked up shit at work. And it just happens to be that your work is the world. I him. mean, Brady doesn't have a huge... He's not doing all this stuff out there. He still gets criticized over this one. He
1: shouldn't, he, though. He shouldn't. He
0: sh- but it, he, he understands, shouldn't. I think, that it's part of the job and, like, doesn't... You don't hear him sitting out there talking about, I feel like the animal knows you. Like, it's just, like, he knows, like, I'm the star of this team. Like, people are going to be focused on me. Like, that's part of it. It sucks when this stuff happens, but that's, like, real. Rogers too, like, I he does commercials but I'm sure people like him to do things and like it song. may not be as I think the standard yes there's a difference in the rigidness of standards and I am sympathetic to that I'm sympathetic to the fact that yes you may be able to dance and get called gay or like Grant can dance and not get called gay even if he's like you know basically twerking all up on Shaq in one video yeah. like I, I I get I get that angle of it I am not sympathetic to that the second part of that which is like and people, like, I'm an athlete, but people need to see me as, like, this whole person and realize that I can do this and I can do that. And it's, like, your job is to entertain me. I don't, ha- I don't I mean, owe you anything beyond that. Like, I can't, I can't expect humans, or I know I don't do, everyone I see on TV is, like, oh, your whole ass person, want to know your whole life story. Like, if I see Angelina Jolie in public, I love her as a woman, like, not just an actress. Like, I love what yeah. she's done. This- but I'm still going to be, like, oh, my God, it's Angelina. I'm going to want to feel like it's just that's, 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 but if I know you, know you in that race, realm.
1: Would you go up to her? What was that? Like, if she was with her kids, would you go up to her? Or uh, do you know her it, it dip, you I don't know. Like, it's also
0: like, yeah, I might. I only get one chance to see to see if she'll take a picture with me. Uh, the worst she can say is no. Yeah. Like, it just doesn't seem like an unreasonable thing. The way people are behaving, see, and I think that me, you have to realize that part like of it's that responsibility.
1: I do what? feel like it's unreasonable. I feel like, especially if they're with families or like you know, I do feel like there is a moment where. It is unreasonable, and there is a boundary. And this this person is here for my entertainment, but their sole existence on the planet is not here for me. You know, for a moment, a couple hours every week, it is, and that's fine. But I don't feel like their existence in front of me is determined by my. But they're not only
0: making money from me from the team, from the game, from the NFL, like from that game. I'm also like reading about them they're making money that way. i'm also like playing them on video games i'm also like betting on them like the way in which that they celebrity in general they have so much of our lives these days i just don't think it's fair to expect that i guess what's fair or like what's realistic and like what it should be are two different questions yeah but yeah i mean that's it's a good point though
1: all right so i'm good with the news i think we're gonna take a quick break Yes. All right. We'll back and then come back to- with our
0: team check ins yes. and, you know, Cowboys bullshit. Of course.
1: <laughs> <laughs> All right.
0: Hi. And we're back. And we're back here. So, what is going on in Redskins land, Michelle?
1: You know, it's Wait, are we really... gonna
0: are we gonna use their name? Or are we gonna, like, be the Washington team? Like, do we have a stance on that? I mean, so, we have a stance on the name, for sure. I, we have I a think stance we should on it.
1: change the name, and I feel like we should have a stance to forget. I don't no, want to no. be called out for being... An absent-minded person. Look, don't
0: eat. make promises you can't keep. Let's keep.
1: Going. Know, What's gosh. going on in
0: Redskins land? I've
1: already been a fuck boy <laughs> this week. I don't have to do continue to do. It. Um, we can call it Washington. Let's okay. try Washington.
0: Okay, we'll try Washington. We'll
1: try it. We'll see what happens. <laughs> don't hold me to anything. Thank you. I'm not committing a hundred percent. <laughs> now I'm actually being a fuckboy. That that's like a line of fuckboy. It is. <laughs> I will not be permitted.
0: I'm not sure. I'm, I'm not ready them. for that. Right. Um,
1: I'm just trying to live my life. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Can't you just chill out? Like go with the flow.
1: <laughs> um, it's. It's I mean, it's it's the it's week four of preseason. I'm over preseason. I'm tired of honestly even prepping for this podcast for preseason like we texted before. I'm ready for all these deals to be made. I'm ready for all of the rosters to be set. I'm ready to actually talk about playing football. You know? Right, right I right. am I just I mean, the only thing that's really going on with us is uh is the running back thing, um, who's gonna make the cut.
0: Because what no. you guys just signed, you signed AP last week.
1: We signed AP, so he's definitely number one. He's going to be the one and two down and back. Thompson is definitely in from what I've been yep. reading.
0: Yep. Um,
1: but then Rob Kelly, awesome, my fantasy team. Rob Kelly had a really awesome game today, tonight. Oh, he's back versus the Ravens. They're playing, okay. I think they're still might be playing now. I don't know. They're playing earlier, like an hour ago. Um, but he, um, yeah, he had a really, really, really good game. Um, yeah, I believe he had nine carries for forty-four yards by halftime. He even caught two passes wow. for fourteen yards. So,
0: but did the Ravens play any of their starting defense though?
1: Um, I don't know. Probably not by halftime at all. Um, but I do know that Rob Kelly has not really performed, and he was low key on the chopping block. But now he's not, and I like him. I I actually really I liked him. Um, Is he cute? Him, I don't know. I don't pay attention to these things. I have a helmet on when I watch him. I mean,
0: no, he's not cute.
1: If he was cute, you'd have heard about him. I feel like
0: probably, but um,
1: yeah, he. Sure. We need like a solid, a solid backup. Um, and then I it also depends. Like we, they may go with five running backs depending on how many tight ends they keep. Because there was, a, okay. yeah, there was a tight end on special teams that um they don't have anymore. I think. So, if they they can replace that that person with a running back, so it's just very. Is Jordan
0: Reed healthy right now?
1: Jordan Reed could be healthy for this week, but then he won't next week because the wind will blow too hard in his direction. And- <laughs> <laughs> You're laughing, but I am not at all. Not even smiling. It's really stressful. It's I mean not even stressful. It's so annoying because. Like I'm, I loved Cooley. Cooley was my favorite player ever. I loved his little short shorts. I loved his personality. I loved him on the field, and he was so consistent. And now we have someone that just is injured constantly. And he's awesome. He's a great player, but then at the same, like, can you just not get hurt? I mean, right.
0: It's good that you can catch passes really well, but it's also not good that you're walking. You're not on the
1: field. You can't really fucking catch a pass, right?
0: Right. But Vernon Davis has been giving you guys oh, good, he's you know, such a great, good minutes.
1: He's been such, like, a great, like, second, second string t-
0: Hometown hero. I love
1: him. He went to Maryland. He's a terrible tipper, though, you know, so.
0: He's a terrible tipper? Yeah, I took
1: care of him one time when he came into uh, a restaurant I worked in in Silver Spring, and he tipped, I think, 10% or less. I know. I know. <laughs> and you have money, sir. Well, That's you, you have- got it from Dan Snyder. No, Jalen or JaVale McGee when he played for the Wizards was an awesome tipper all cash too all cash everything hey. I mean yeah
0: It's good <laughs> but
1: yes, um, but that's mm-hmm. it our team nothing's happening I feel like agent signing AP, mm. AP was like the highlight the peak yeah. of the offseason news
0: did AP play at all in this fourth he game he did
1: yeah so AP and Alex oh, okay. Smith started not the fourth game they started during the Broncos game I oh, think okay. that was. I think they had a little moment to like exist as a team together, and that was. And then that was not going to happen again <laughs> until week <That's> one. Goodbye. <laughs> Which is fine. I'm again. I'm fine with it. I'm still on the record as being fine with it. This little sneak attack. Little you don't know what the fuck is going on. I am all here for it. Oh, also speaking of, you know, it's a Scorpio. Me, did you know Odell is born November fifth, so he's a Scorpio too. So not only did I, I did find not- out that Drake is Scorpio and Drake is BFS with o- with Odell, like, I just have to love these people now. I'm so happy. He's a November 5th baby.
0: I know we just talked about how we shouldn't, you know, do the whole Odell's gay thing, but if he was, and he was fucking Drake, that would make me so happy.
1: That would make me so sad. <laughs> Not because he's gay.
0: <laughs> the, the two two of your favorite men's dicks are no longer available. That's what that one. I mean, be. I'm
1: not attracted to Odell. Like he's very attractive, but I she just got a 95 million dollar contract, so I would have like made it happen by any means necessary. But Drake <laughs> is—he just speaks to my
0: soul, Thick Daddy Drake.
1: Thick Daddy Drake is everything. We are the
0: official podcast of Thick Daddy Drake.
1: I I'm here for it.
0: I'm I'm gonna say it.
1: TDD. Our new opening line. Aubrey,
0: no check necessary. you got you.
1: I mean, Aubrey can also pay for my student loans, too. He makes more than Adele. So, I mean.
0: Anyone can pay for your student loans, Michelle. The, the listeners could literally Anyone. send you a check for Listen, your student loans. Listen, I have
1: Cash App, Venmo. Um, we can make some <laughs> links available in the future if you want to donate a dollar a week. We have student loans that are ready to be paid. Um <laughs> That she oh does Lord, not wow discriminate where she gets her money from. She will take it this... from all sources. Even if they're illegal, <laughs> I don't care. She doesn't care.
0: <laughs> we d- this quickly went from really cute, fun friend project to, like, grifting. Like, pay But for, for real. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I w- the Joe oh. Budden podcast. I love the Joe Budden podcast. Also, FYI. Let me put that out. They just signed. Did you hear what happened? He just signed exclusive no. with Spotify.
0: Oh, yeah, so awesome. they're not airing anywhere else?
1: No. So it's kind of cool because he was talking about how um, how podcasts should be regulated, like music or other artistic expressions, which is, you know, is is a valid argument.
0: But if it was, then we couldn't make our podcast. I mean, I guess we could. We could still just throw it on YouTube or something. Yeah, like but
1: that. then what if we got big and, like, are now get deals and stuff? Yeah.
0: I mean, I'm in a PhD program for the next six years, so they have to fucking wait.
1: We can wait for six years. We can hone our craft for six years. <laughs> but yeah, so they um they all mentioned that they had cash app, and these dumbass people in the world just started sending them money.
0: That happened on John Levin on Posse of America too. he was like, yeah, people just send him a dollar, expecting to send it back. And I was like, it's good that you send the dollars back. I would not send it.
1: What would back. you do though? Have you seen those stories where people meant to spend like send you like a hundred and twenty dollars, and then they added too many zeros and they sent like. or
0: I mean, was it a friend?
1: Yeah, I don't know. What if it's not a friend? Like, if it was a a friend, I don't
0: really know if you're gonna get that money back. Change your
1: number, change your name, gone. Like,
0: what are you gonna do? You gonna sue me? I don't
1: know. I don't What is your
0: proof? I'm just saying, you were like trying to secure my services as a prostitute or something, and then you'll go to jail (laughs) too, huh? So. Like, oh whatever.
1: Oh,
0: my God. Well, sh- nothing may have with your team, but my team was very busy this week. Um, I'll start with the preseason because I'm also over preseason, but we got to do it. I didn't <laughs> like what I saw last week. Um, I don't think any Patriots fan particularly liked what they saw last week. It wasn't a disaster. It just wasn't a strong going. Um, oh. Brady was still over 65% passing. Um,
1: Good.
0: He didn't really cost us anything. Julian had a couple big drops. We got a penalty in the red zone. But um, I think it's good that we'll have some things to, you know, some clear areas to focus on and, like, things to work towards before we play the fucking Texans, which is going to be a hurdle. Um, so I'm looking forward to that game. Uh, let's see, the defense was – it bit, but not broke. It, it was – what it, it did what it does. Uh, we've never been good at, like – Shutting you down, but we'll make sure you don't get a fucking touchdown. You know you'll settle for threes. We'll get touchdowns with Brady, and that's how I it know ends the game, you're but, just
1: gonna outscore them anyway. So as um, long as your defense does, yeah, decently.
0: I'm not really, so I'm not worried. It just like wasn't the best showing, like whatever. Yeah, um, people were freaking out, but I, I don't care. Uh, down preseason, we signed Dwayne Allen, who is um our number two tight end, I guess. Although I prefer Jake Pauls or whatever. He he's a good block. He took a pay cut, so he's going he to be with the team. Um, so I means he'll have some kind of role. I think I'm, I'm happy to have him back if he's going to take less money, whatever. Yeah, well, that's also how we get the key quality play. You know, we're stacked with quality yeah. players because Brady takes a take that and like Gronk, you know, restructures his deal, which we're going to talk about in a second, without hitting and salary cap. But before we get to Gronk, Shaq Mason signed a $50 million deal. Mm-hmm. He, uh, five years, $50 million, average 10, 10 million a year. He's a super dependable guard for us. He's played on both sides. He's played more than 90% of his snaps since 2016, so I think wow. to be on the O-line, being not reliable, exactly.
1: That's awesome. We need to keep
0: Brady upright as long as possible, mm-hmm. and I think that was a good way to start that process. Also, other news and like, roster deals, decision when we get to Gronk is we d- released Kenny Britt, so he was supposed to be doing really good in practice, and he's one of the people I was looking forward to being... One of our wide receivers when we talked about having wide receivers issues last week but um it looks like the hamstring was too much from the overcome and he you know we had to let him go no one else had signed him so decker also declared retirement I saw. i'm for decker i know i know he was super handsome number one um <laughs> i mean he was he has weird feet but he was super handsome um but yeah and he also was drafted by doctor Dr. names i think in denver um, he's supposed to be a red zone specialist. I thought he would be able to good, 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 uh, do good things for us, but yeah. it didn't work out. So yeah. now we really need fucking Philip Dorsett to step up. And I'm guessing Cordero, Cordero Patterson is going to have a bigger role in the passing game in the special teams. But it'll be interesting these first four weeks without Jules to see what happens in terms of receivers. I'm happy I have Chris Hogan on my fantasy team, and I'm sure he's going to get a lot of this. Yeah, game.
1: he's going to be like, wait, is your number
0: one or number two now? It's going to be lit. He is my, he my number two wide receiver.
1: Oh, wow.
0: Yeah. I got Devontae Adams from as-, as-, as my Ooh. number one. Yeah, my reaction record Robert- is lit. I just So I have Devontae Adams. I have Chris Hogan. I have Demarius Thomas. I have Sterling Shepard. Oh. I have Travis Kelsey. And um, Deshaun Jackson.
1: It's, you know, I just, I I don't, I really don't think I can play fantasy anymore. Because... It just stresses me out so much because I think I'll have the most bomb team and I have this like insider stuff or these sleepers and then they all get injured and then I'm pissed. <laughs> just like we did last year. <laughs> like we legit left, we, we had the team.
0: We thought it was it and we were, <laughs> the, what, what was it, bottom two? Oh my awful. gosh. I stopped disaster. even
1: paying attention. At the like the last half of the season, we just like started doing things. I was like, I don't, I really don't care. Like, there's no way. There's no way. We beat Sam once, right? I think,
0: yeah, that's, that's all we needed to do. That's all yeah. we needed. That that's, was our Super
1: Bowl. That was our Redskins beating Dallas. <laughs> that was fine and I was okay with it. And after that, it was over. The <laughs> season was over. <laughs> that's fine.
0: Um, bigger deal than Shaq, uh, Shaq Mason's Rock Free Structures contract. Mm-hmm. So but his $9 million in base salary is still the same. Uh, and the good thing is that because everything else added was incentives, it doesn't change our salary cap hit. Well, that's so that's good. Great. Yeah. So it's an additional $4.3 in incentives, $1 million in roster bonuses. So just being on the active roster for each week, he makes all 16 games, he'll get that $1 million. And then it's $3.3 in additional bonuses. And those are performance-based and pretty specific. So I've got it right here. <clears throat> so... He can either get 1.1 million for 70 catches, 1.1 million for 1,800, I mean, sorry, 1,085 yards. Damn. 1.1 million, which is, that's that's a a lot.
1: lot. 1.1
0: million for nine plus touchdowns, and 1.1 million for playing in 80% of the team's offensive snaps. He only has to get three out of four of those to max out the whole 3.3 million. I think the 70 catches is going to be easy. I um 80 percent of snaps,
1: 1085 yes. yards
0: is a lot. I think nine plus touchdowns is doable for Gronk and 80 percent um, of the he, games. that's doable. Yeah, doable, So, well, not the games, the snaps, oh. but I think that's also still, yeah. Normal. He's he blocks freshly well, too. Yeah. So, um, I think he'll end up and getting a whole giant.
1: Thing. He, of course, he can block well. He is a giant <laughs> and he's all muscle, he is <laughs> insane.
0: Rock hard, not block, fucking he would, like, he would glistening not oil down my soul. Love
1: him. He's not that love cute him. in the face, though. I feel
0: like. What do you mean he's not that cute in the face? He's everything. I don't
1: think so he's so much of, I don't know.
0: Literally, get off the mic. Get.
1: I don't mic. have a mic, so you'll be not yet. <laughs> <laughs> so there's nothing
0: to hop off of yet.
1: Um.
0: <laughs> on the other wait, wait like, we gotta talk about fucking Jayler Ramsey, who is the NFL that was on my Cowboys moment. Drama this week. It was uh, oh, okay. Wait, he talked about the Cowboys too. he
1: Did
0: well. we'll yeah, <laughs> he talked shit about the fucking Patriots. I, I need to address because he got two of my babies. <laughs> he called Amendola overrated and basically implied that he's only good because Brady's throwing to him. Which I'm not gonna say is false. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think Brady can make anyone look good on the field. I think we've seen him make anyone look good on the yeah. field. I don't think Amendola will be as productive in Miami as he wasn't, you know, with in New England with us. And he wasn't in the Rams before he came to us either. But don't fucking talk shit about Daddy Amendola, all right?
1: <laughs> love <laughs>
0: And then he said Gronk is not as good as he thinks he is, as people think he is, yeah. because he struggles when he gets corners paid on him. Which I have not, I have not seen Gronk struggle except a couple of games against tough defenses, not any just any old corner. So I don't think that that's valid. And to say Gronk is not one of the you know, top five tight ends in the history of football is insane. So, I don't really know what games Jalen's watching. <laughs> I think Jalen also is only focusing on a Gronk as a pass catcher, not really thinking about the blocking yeah. he does. No, he fits in that So,
1: People don't really pay attention to tight ends or anyone else other than linemen blocking because that's why I really loved. Oh, shit. I don't even remember so long ago. I hate getting old. My memory used to be so good.
0: Early Onset Dementia at 29. I
1: mean, I don't know. Can I not pay Sally Mae back? I will have to pay her back.
0: If I forget about my student <laughs> loans because of my, my
1: dementia.
0: <laughs> Look, it worked for Urban Meyer. We Myers, haven't shit. even thought Anyways. of
1: that yet. Oh, my goodness. We, we still got it. We still got it. Anyway. <laughs> um, so, it's so funny. Jalen Ramsey also talked about the Cowboys in the same interview. And it's funny because it's so funny when people are petty and care so much about stuff that I just had no idea, even happened because it was right. so, it was it. I don't again. I don't I don't know who you went with in the draft. So again, all of the he um, got drafted in two thousand sixteen, and basically, um everyone expected them to take the Cowboys to take Jalen Ramsey, or. Ezekiel Elliott so clearly they took Ezekiel Elliott um, which was a smart move right um, but rumors had it and Ramsey expected so again I don't know who, if people spoke to him or what happened um, but the Cowboys were and he expected to be taken by the Cowboys but then he wasn't mm. and allegedly it was due to Jerry Jones so, in mm. the interview, he literally said, I will never play for them unless the Joneses leave.
0: Um, so, you're never playing for will them. will never Great.
1: play for them. <laughs> but I just, you know, I just, we talk about how Jerry, we just, Jerry is whatever, and I'm, I'm always here for someone just mat- talking mad shit about them. It's so funny. So. I mean, I.
0: I don't know if the, I, I, I don't know. I didn't know. I never heard about this Jalen Ramsey rumor when the when Ezekiel was being drafted. I remember that. Yeah, they came. Draft. I remember watching that whole saga because you know he was running around in those crop cops, yeah. and I couldn't resist. But
1: so Dallas had the fourth choice overall choice that year, and almost and most mock drafts had the Cowboys taking Ramsey or Elliott. So. Sure. And, again, Ramsey expected to be taken by the Cowboys. So – and, again, I don't know. we you get over
0: it. Now you're, on one, you're now you're on possibly one of a – on in a, in a what? Once-in-a-generation defense possibly. Yeah, I mean, you but they both
1: up. have – they both have, like, very similar accolades. You know what I mean? Like, they both are great players on – I mean, one is a defensive player and, and one is a running back, so it's pretty hard to compare. They're um, also but, both really good. Looking. But they're – they're <laughs> they're both what?
0: Good looking. <laughs> I mean, Zeke is hotter, but Jalen
1: could get um, it. Um, I no.
0: You don't think Zeke is hotter?
1: Not. No one. Zeke is not hotter. Jalen Ramsey is definitely more attractive, even if for the simple fact that he does not play on the Cowboys.
0: Look, we don't all have that issue with America's team. Okay.
1: Oh, that's what there are now. <laughs> I mean, It's a good segue into me having to root for America's team, and Dallas is my team. Hail to the Cowboys. Hashtag MAGA. Blue and silver. Hashtag MAGA loves you. <laughs> like, <laughs> Trump supporters. We weren't invited to the <laughs> McCain's funeral either, so it's fine. Um, Yeah. The end.
0: The end. So now we're going to take a quick break. We'll come back with our favorite segment, encroachment, which is Pretty special this week. We have some Um, hitters, some hitters, and winners and losers. Literally, (laughs) oh god,
1: (laughs) (laughs) that was very bad taste.
0: (laughs) Welcome back. back. Now it's time for encroachment. In this week's episode of encroachment, we're going to dedicate to delivering what we like to call the college football State of the Union address. And the State of the Union is a hot fucking mess.
1: Hot ass mess. Hot
0: ass mess. Why don't you take us away?
1: So uh, you're super interested in your college football moment. And I am from the area and went to Maryland. So their whole drama... Was also very close to me. I was actually in College Park the day that they gave the the president of Maryland gave the address about the football player that passed away. Mm. Um, so I don't know if you know anything about it at all. Mm-mm, um, mm-mm. You don't know anything about it.
0: I believe he wow. died from practice, and I remember you know, there was no criminal investigation.
1: Here. Yeah, it's a big ass deal here. Um, so May twenty ninth, they had their Maryland had their first organized workout of the summer. Jordan McNair was a redshirt freshman. Um so baby. Um they had practice. It wasn't even particularly hot that um that day, but it was that random week. If you remember that, it just was hot as shit for no reason. Like You mean
0: this entire summer?
1: No, it remember it took a while for it to get hot. It wasn't It's just true. But there was one week in May where it was just 90 degrees, and then it went back to like 70, to 75. Um, and I think it was the week after that. So um, practice also began at 4.15 p.m. Um, it allegedly began with 15 to 20 minutes of warm-ups before moving to baseline positions or uh, baseline drills or position-specific drills. So, I think one of the first drills that they performed were 10, 110 yard sprints. Listen, I couldn't do one. Oh my 10 God, 10? Yeah, 10, 110 yards. That's a football fee. That's like end zone to end zone. That's a long time. Absolutely effort. not. I can't, I'm not doing that. So, ever. I could even do
0: I could probably do it once, tops.
1: But that's at a jog. <laughs> oh, shit. A sprint? Ricky, a sprint?
0: Why you have to read me like that? On, no, you know? I'm gonna
1: be jogging with you. Like I'm not. I'm not. What? That's a long ass sprint. Not, who? You don't even have to sprint that long in a damn game. Like what? Yeah. yeah that's kind yeah. Of, that's and crazy. then ten. That's kind of crazy. I listen, I would not. I mean, this is why I don't play sports.
0: I mean, right.
1: I would walk off. I go home. Get a pizza. Live my life anyway.
0: I need to be the water boy. Let me give you the water. Let me collect you your towels. To I'll gather all boy. the jock straps at the end of I the know, night. Would like, Love it. I'll take care of you. But, but whatever.
1: anyway, so he, um, he did he completed all 10 sprints and, um, then he wasn't feeling well. So, Jordan, like any
0: normal human,
1: right? He, um, he walked allegedly. From the, fe- from the practice field to the athletic training facility. And I don't know if you've ever been there, but I used to live on a dorm. We used to walk by that shit all the time. It's not too far of a walk, but it's not super close. Um, it's probably like a five to 10-minute walk from okay. the practice field to the football facility. Um, so he walked there himself. Um, he was allegedly talking to trainers as he... Um, I uh, was leaving the, uh, the practice fields and also our coach DJ Durkin was present either when he first started complaining of not feeling well or in the actual um, football facilities. So then he was recorded of having a body temperature of 106 degrees, um, was struggling to breathe. And, um, Emergency, emergency personnel did not arrive until 6 p.m. So, if you're following the timeline, if practice began at 4.15, you have 15 minutes of warm-up. We're only at 4.30. Within the first 20 minutes of these drills, he was. it was about 5 p.m. when he walked to the facility. Um, so, an hour facility. later, essentially, after 45 the- to, uh, Some reports are saying 45 minutes. The University Pro reports are saying 45 minutes, but it was more like 50-plus minutes. Um, and then he was transported to Adams, uh, our Adams Cowley Shock Thomas Center in Baltimore. So this was May 29th. Um, allegedly they did not do anything that they were supposed to do. Um, basically he had a heat, he overheated and what you're supposed to do is immediately put someone in the ice bath immediately. Um, and, never, and was all, they yeah. never, it. Over an hour
0: later, they hadn't done it yet.
1: Um, and again, so then he ended up he. That was May 29th, June 13th. He died. Um, there was a before there were any legal um cases or or complaints filed. Um, there was allegedly a GoFundMe opened by a family member of his saying he needed like a liver transplant and anything. So basically, his organs were shutting down and failing that's what that's what i took it as
0: jesus um,
1: so yeah he died june 13th two weeks later um june 19th uh the university of maryland hired a sports medicine consulting group called walters incorporated um it will uh i guess they hired this company to it's not even a group it's a, it's the, a one man named walters um Uh, he has 90 days to compile a report so that it will be released September 15th. So that's a good date to pay attention to. I'll probably report on whatever that says um, when it comes out. He's doing, um, I went on his website and they usually do a review of healthcare from the department. He also, it was interesting that, um, it was noted that he also provides services as an expert witness to review standards of care, um, appropriate care, et cetera. Um, for football teams Hmm. so that to me sounds like you're trying to get someone and hire someone that is going to defend you legally not that you're actually looking for or a real solution
0: right 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 Uh,
1: yeah because why would you need why would you hire someone that provides services as an expert witness on June 19th six days after this kid died like that's a little shady to me you know what i mean i agree he's been in the hospital for almost a month at this point shouldn't you be investigating situations before then um and that's kind of what the whole issue is with with what with this the whole university at this point and specifically the sports the football department is that it was not handled well at all and it's just a little bit fishy everything is a little bit off everything is a little bit like okay but why didn't like someone died why didn't you do this you know especially since there was a GoFundMe saying he needed a liver transplant this is serious he is he was in the hospital like it's just all very weird Um. so then again that's June 19th August 10th no one said anything there was never a um a public statement by the university at all. Um, So again, two months later, August 10th, uh, there is a huge ESPN report that came out on the coach, DJ Durkin and the environment at university of Maryland football. Um, They said that the coaching environment was based on fear and intimidation. In one example, a player was holding a meal while in a meeting and a coach slapped the meal out of his hands in front of the whole team um, at other times, there were weights thrown in the directions of the players when a certain um, staff member was, was angry. His name is Rick Court. Um, there, were, there were many instances of belittling, humiliation, embarrassment. Um, a player allegedly, there's a player that coaches wanted him to lose weight, and he was forced to eat candy bars as he was made to watch other teammates working out, like the fucking Matilda scene. When they made that kid eat the whole chocolate cake, do you remember that?
0: Jeez, it's yeah. I actually, I think I do yeah. actually remember about that.
1: Um, there is extreme and verbal abuse of players. Um, they're routinely targets of obscenity-laced, um, just uh, instances to meant to mock their masculinity when they're unable to complete a workout or weightlift. Um,
0: like which, a threat, and like breaking you into a friend yeah, exactly
1: kind of and it's interesting because dj durkin was underneath harbaugh
0: yeah michigan when i was there
1: yeah um the coaches have endorsed unhealthy eating habits used food as punishment um people were forced to overeat to the point of vomiting <sighs> um and it's funny because even after the kid died like, there were even people, like, coaches. And, again, everything was off the record, so there's no one – there's no proof. Um, but, again, this mm-hmm. is a, this was an in-depth ESPN article. It was a long-ass article. Um, there are staff members saying that they wouldn't even allow their kids to play for Maryland if it was, like, a full scholarship. Wow.
0: Um,
1: and the shittiest part is that between the first – and again, the first non-mandatory, a.k.a. it's fucking mandatory. You're a fucking redshirt freshman in college. Everything is mandatory. Everything is mandatory in the NFL. Like, unless you're a high-played, guaranteed player, it's definitely fake mandatory in college. So, Maine 29th was the first voluntary, quote-unquote.
0: And even if it's not mandatory, when you have a fucking culture of humiliation and you
1: degradation. You like,
0: like, you have to go.
1: So, even after this kid died... Also, it makes me old calling someone a kid, but he's young. I
0: mean, we're old as fuck, it's fine.
1: But um, even after he died, um, when they officially opened preseason training camp on August 3rd, the workouts and overall climate on the program were reported to return to normal. Nothing changed. Of course. No one did anything. Um, There allegedly was more attention paid to people who showed fatigue or distress, but not really anything happened. Um, so that report comes out on August tenth, August thirteen. The strength and conditioning coach Rick Court resigned after he was placed on administrative leave. Um, he was the one that allegedly threw weights at people. He also was the first, one of the first people DJ Durkin brought in um, when, because they kind of gave Durkin free reign to create this whole. It was, you know, it was the first time he had the opportunity to have a head coach position. So they gave him full reign to create whatever he wanted and bring whoever he wanted in. And Rick Court was one of the first people that he brought in. Um, So three other staff members, including the head coach were placed on um, administrative leave. So there are four people, including the coach They're a place on administrative leave. Rick Court was placed on administrative leave at first, and then he resigned once the article came out. Um, And then the 14th, like this is going all the way up to the president of the university. Basically people are even calling for him to be terminated. And at first I didn't understand why. Um, I know Boomer esai who was uh, an amazing um, player at Maryland in college. Like my mom talked about him all the time. Like he was awesome. Um, He talked about how it was shitty and it was shitty. It's August 14th. And this is when the president of the university is first saying anything about a kid dying on your grounds for your team. So he basically publicly finally on August 14th publicly accepts legal and moral responsibility um, he had claimed he wanted to wait to address the family privately, which he didn't do until that morning. But again, that's that's a long time, man, to wait. It's two months. Um, but then upon further research, so University of Maryland has multiple campuses. Um they have like UMBC, they have the University of Maryland Baltimore Medical School. And um according, there's like a two six two thousand sixteen um not an official rule, but a recommendation by the MCAA. I think it was a good good faith or good something um, where um, they recommended a set of standards to improve the, the game of college football and the health and safety of the players. So basically it was recommended that um, the training division of football, and it may have been the other sports too, but definitely football, was over had o- people to oversee it from the medical school which makes sense because umd does not have a medical school like it's university of maryland baltimore um so the college park campus does not have a medical school and okay why wouldn't you know why wouldn't you want your football team overseen by medical professionals you know what i mean like that seems like a right, very right. thing um right duh uh Lowe, the president of maryland actually vetoed that he was the one that canceled it. A memo came out saying that no, we're not going to do this. We don't want. We canceled having the medical
0: school-, school on the main campus.
1: We College Park does not have a medical school. The only medical okay, he school. He canceled it. He Lowe is the one that canceled it. The president of the university.
0: Yeah. Wow.
1: So now you are. It's your fault. Yeah. It's 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 a shit show. So I guess we're all waiting for the thirteenth. So now I think Maryland also has another. Another group investigating them or having a report, and the NCAA is also investigating them. There's just a lot going on, and it's stressful because I mean, not for me because I don't really care, but um, they're really trying to amp up their football program this year, especially since they moved to the Big Ten. Because I mean, they are in the same division again as Michigan, Michigan State, Ohio State, heart heavy hitters, in
0: right, it's one of the bigger divisions exactly. And
1: we've never been super great at football. Um, but they have their opening game at FedEx Field, I believe, or RFK, against wow. Texas. Like it's a big thing. It's a big I don't know who the hell is going to see that, but you know, but yeah, so the coaches suspend it or whatever, administrative leave, fake suspension, whatever. So yeah, it's it's a shit show. A big
0: well game. that's the shit show on the east coast. Now I'm gonna bring the like fucking shit show from the Midwest with Ohio State. Mm-hmm. Similarly, to Maryland is Ohio State's trapped in a lot of different investigations right now. So, the reason I wanted to bring this—the reason this came on my radar in the first place—I guess not—not not that I haven't known about the other stuff too—but I want to talk about it in the pod is because last week we, we talked about you know domestic violence in the NFL, and we talked about how if you're going to make a stand about something, and um, you know claim as part of your policy, you have to kind of follow through on it. And in that conversation, we referenced the fact that Ohio State only levied a three game suspension against urban Meyer yeah. for his role in covering up you know what was going on with zach smith and his domestic abuse against um, his wife courtney smith and it's not even a real three game suspension because he spent it for really one game and he goes to practice it's just it's a mess um and that's it just really makes the mockery of the issue we talked about that so for those who don't know i just want to give a little bit uh more background I guess on that case because after we recorded that podcast the report then came out um against Urban Meyer and we found out some more details so not only did Meyer lie to the news staff when they asked him about this publicly he didn't know anything about it um the report showed that Meyer talked to staff members about deleting text messages to keep them away from the the cases yeah when the new school in the favor asked for emails and texts from Meyer's phone, the university failed to follow up. So that shows that it's, again, it's possibly going up to these higher levels in the university. Um, <clears throat> because there was no, and I'm, and I'm kind of summarizing this from the New York Times did a nice breakdown of the report for anyone was, was to look it up. But um, because there was no arrest in the 2015 domestic violence, uh, uh, domestic violence allegations against Zach Smith, M- uh, Meyer and the director didn't feel like they needed to address it, which as we know, in terms of domestic violence, underreported and often um, under-prosecuted or arrested by police officers in the DA. So it's like you already know what that is, and this isn't the first time he's come under fire for that, because in 2009 he was also accused when Zax was working for him down in Florida. He was accused of domestic violence in 2009. He was arrested that time, and Meyer didn't do anything about it because he didn't, quote-unquote, believe court basement. So you weren't inclined to believe her Mm -hmm. anyways no matter what was coming up. You know what I mean? Yeah. So... Meyer held on to Smith's despite all this stuff, despite a pattern of otherwise bad behavior, including drug abuse, having a sexual relationship with a secretary on the football staff, Ooh. possible NCAA violation. Um, so like, it's just a lot, a lot. Okay, so there's even a lengthy investigation of him into allegations of criminal domestic violence and cybercrimes, according to wow. New York Times. So I, he finally let the guy go. Then lied about it so we get this you know it comes up and we have to remember that Urban Meyer was only even brought on Ohio State because their last coach was also kicked out Jim Trestle mm. <laughs> for covering up and being aware of NCAA violations but
1: aren't they always aware I'm. Like, they're
0: always aware I mean... and they're always involved in this fucking nasty shit and they always bring the university into the shit with bringing out trustees and all that we actually had a trustee resign from Ohio State I say we I'm not an Ohio State You know, I'm not a part of Buckeye Nation, but one of the trustees of Ohio State resigned because he said he was the lone voice on the board of trustees advocating for a harsher punishment for Urban Meyer. The lone voice because they're more concerned with wins and losses on the fucking football field than they are with the well-being.
1: That's what brings in money. No one is concerned about what is the right thing to do or these people that are abused or taken advantage of, they care about how their school is making money. Because but the thing is though make- it's
0: not even just about the money though. Because so with, with Ohio with Ohio State and Ohio State football, that's one thing. That's a big fucking program. Yeah. But let's not forget that they're also under investigation right now because a hundred former students reported firsthand accounts of sexual misconduct by the OSU team doctor.
1: True.
0: So like you can get a new doctor. The doctor's not bringing you in that. Like you got you're complicit with that. Um some Ohio's, you know, students are accusing that Jim Jordan, the congressman, knew about this shit. And, what, you know, he was on the coaching staff and didn't say anything. Um, so, yeah, that investigation brought out in April. There's two class action lawsuits filed last month by former wrestlers, you know, alleging the abuse. Then we get to an even smaller sport that doesn't bring in money. There's a separate class action lawsuit against Ohio State accusing the diving coach, William Bohony, I guess, I'm not sure how to pronounce his last name, but of preying on female divers who was supposed to be no. under his tutelage at the university, so it's not even, you know, not that I think money should excuse it at all, but it's not just the big money team, there's this culture of, like, sports and, like, loyalty and, um, you know, quote-unquote we're a team, we're in this together, against the world, Like that, that culture is completely at odds with what universities should stand for, which is, like, Openness, communication of ideas, like education, like that is different. They, they don't fit.
1: They don't. And,
0: and I, at this point, think that the amount of allegations and the amount of scandals that are coming up out of college football programs, college basketball programs, college sports programs of all stripes over the last, you know, decade or so that I've been really paying attention to these issues has really done damage to universities and higher education as a brand. Yeah. And it is detracting from it. So between, between that, between the fact that these student athletes should be getting paid, mu- they should be getting paid for the money that yeah. they're bringing into the NCAA. Absolutely. Like, I kind of want to have a conversation with you about, I've always been a proponent of just separating college sports from universities, period, full stop. Um, I think that if you want to have club sports programs, you can have those be community-based um, which would then allow you know students from multiple schools in the area to participate on the same team like I think that could be a thing that you do um, you can privatize the state and make it so that you know they're running a minor league of sorts yeah because we're in these communities but we should not have people from the board of trustees on college campuses resigning right. over politics around fucking football you shouldn't
1: bullshit. have the president of the university like
0: yeah, like he this is, is this is, is not, absolutely absurd.
1: It's a very likely chance that President Lowe is not going to be is going to have to resign. Like it's very real. Over a over a red shirt freshman player who never even officially stepped foot on the field, and it's so shitty. They're doing such dumb stuff. I kept rolling my eyeballs. They're like, oh, well, we're gonna honor him, and everyone's gonna wear their number on their uniform, his number on their uniform and three years from now, it would have been a senior game. We're going to do something. Like, no one cares. You're only doing this because there's such, like, a, an outcry and national coverage over this kid dying. Like, you wouldn't have done shit for him if no one cared about him dying. You shit. know what I mean? Like Shit. Nothing. Shit. Nothing.
0: Nothing.
1: So nothing. ridiculous. Nothing. But again, it comes, it always comes from above. I feel like it always, you know, maybe. But not- it comes
0: from above because money corrupts. Yeah, and absolutely. those things bring in the money and like the people who are invested in this work bring in the money and it's just not that i think that education would be this perfect utopia without college football but i think a large or without college football, i think a large part of the problems that we see on college campuses comes to rape culture in terms of like you know we have Certain majors getting overinflated based on their mar- like based on their value in the actual open market of jobs. Because students come in to fucking play sports, not to actually get a- hired, <laughs> and not to get a, like a degree. And you know, that's why philosophy. I chose.
1: I chose to go so, in Maryland because of the sports. Because I always rooted for their sports, and I didn't even go to
0: other colleges. You know what I mean? It's just right, and that's silly. That's not. That is not. Yes, yeah, and no one is even told me experience. that was
1: wrong. Like, and that's the crazy. You know what I mean? Everyone's like, right. "Oh, great, we can tailgate, we can Like.
0: Right, right.
1: It's it's bizarre. It's so crazy. Yeah.
0: So I guess that means you'd you would agree, separate them.
1: Absolutely. It's just there's just no way to have like you have to separate it because you can't take resources that the colleges have between relationships, financial resources. Because if you allow players to get played, they would or to get paid, they would be absolutely bribed. You know, I understand why players are not paid in the current situation i mean the
0: current situation their payment in certain in most cases is supposed to be the scholarship they get to right. university which i right. also think is bullshit like right it because devalues they're not the university actually scholarship, the university they're not, as someone
1: that went to school with the with with players they're not required to take difficult classes a lot are passed because they are athletes many cannot form a cohesive paragraph um not many sorry that's a general but I have I have seen and been in. But the thing is, kids. we're not even
0: saying that that's bad. We're just saying that that's not what college is for. Like, if no. you want to go improve those things, then you need to be in college full time. Right. If you don't care about those things and you need to care about football, right, you'll be a football player full time. Right. But exactly. this half half shit is just rela- resulting in students being exploited, diluting <laughs> education experience, and universities' reputations being changed. Exactly. And
1: it, needs to stop.
0: it has to stop. It has to stop. So for our final segment, because we're running overtime this week, <laughs> winners and losers. So who do you got?
1: Um, my winner is Garoppolo.
0: Okay, why? Um, He's I mean... the
1: newest Jordan Brand athlete.
0: Uh, interesting.
1: Yeah, and it's so cute. You know, I love little hometown hero. Love the hometown team thing. So since he grew up in Chicago, like he is, him and his whole family like are hardcore Bulls. Mm. Cups, everything. And so for him to be signed to Jordan has literally been like a dream of his since it was, he was six. And it is the biggest deal. I mean, it's a big deal in general, like money-wise and exposure-wise. Yeah. But it's just, I love it. I think it's so cute. And like someone you idolize. You know, he's idolized Jordan. I you try the Jordan brand. And I just think it's, I like it. It's a little happy story, you know? And he's going to get paid. Cute. I
0: respect that. And then for your loser...
1: Um, my loser is, is um cancer in general. My football tie to it is, I did not know this, but Larry Fitzgerald spoke at McCain's funeral.
0: Oh, wow. Um, I had no idea.
1: Yeah, so McCain just passed away from uh, cancer, brain cancer, called a glioblastoma. Um, It's a very, very, very aggressive brain cancer. Joe Biden's son also passed away from it. My grandmother also passed away from it. Mm. Um, it's super aggressive and there's like no cure basically. Um, but yeah, so Fitz, uh, Larry Fitzgerald spoke at McCain's funeral. Apparently they were like really, really, really good friends. Um, McCain was the Senator of Arizona. And so yeah. he would always go to the Cardinals games. And even when Fitzgerald was a rookie, um, he's like McCain would always go to the practices and he would always talk to all the players. Um, like everyone and he would always he was If Fitzgerald said he would talk to him about like what he's doing after football what their plans his plans were like advice on family or leadership things um things that he wasn't really thinking about as a 20 year old but but he should have been thinking about you know I wish Mm -hmm. someone told me about Sally Mae not that I would have been paying attention but you know things he was trying to impart wisdom which is which is cool um and so Fitzgerald was so moved by McCain's interest in him that in 2013 um, Larry Fitzgerald actually visited Vietnam to see where McCain was a POW for five and a half. Years. Oh wow! Yeah, so they actually were like hardcore friends, which I had no idea about. No. Um, they even talked when he got diagnosed with cancer. They kept in touch. Um, yeah, so that is a moment. Um, Fuck but cancer.
0: Yeah.
1: Fuck cancer. It's a loser of the week.
0: Well, now I feel like like real petty and vindictive. I know, I
1: should mine, have left, I should have closed. Right? We should have
0: ended on that, damn. Anyways. I'm sorry. Loserly for <laughs> no. me is let's Olivia bring, Munn. <laughs> let's
1: bring the mood up. I mean, she did. What, a, I mean, but that was stressful because apparently she was the reason he wasn't speaking to his family. Do you remember that?
0: I mean, I thought he said that that wasn't true. And is he, is he speaking with them now?
1: I don't know. I don't care. He just I, haven't he heard got about shit. Paid. I don't think he's going to And my thing is,
0: I just am like, girl, you could have hung in there and you could have been out there celebrating this week on all the way he's going to spend money this week. You have no idea.
1: At least so, you should have poked a hole in the condom.
0: You should have, yeah, poke up, do it. You know, I can advocate for that as someone who study public health, but get knocked I mean, up, I'm know? not. Advocating the, secure for the bag. It, secure but the bag. As
1: we spoke about, didn't we speak about it on the podcast or in our text messages? Like, Derek Rose's baby mother is getting paid. Like,
0: I mean, Blake Griffin's baby mother is getting paid. Blake Griffin, too. Like, that's
1: who it was. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Wrong person. But they're out like, here making
0: coins. Yeah.
1: What? She's making monthly what I would dream, love to make yearly. Like,
0: yes. So, I for think, failing to secure the bag, Olivia Munn loses. In, in
1: multiple ways. Multiple ways.
0: She is a um, loser. The winner of This week for me, um, was fucking Tom Brady.
1: I mean, I just rolled my eyes because so I was like, "Is there gonna be the week <laughs> where a Patriots is he, He's not wearing. No, 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 no no, 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 no. no. He's not.
0: He's not my one. He's not my winner. My winner of the week is actually Aaron Rodgers. I can't. You cannot. Whoa,
1: hold on. Whoa, I know. Pause. I know. We need to have a pause moment, a moment of silence, <laughs> because I would never in my life, think that you would ever, 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 ever
0: choose I know, it. and it felt wrong, so that's why I had to do the whole, you know, Moonlight uh, thing <laughs> by announcing that. of <laughs> <laughs> the big Tom Brady. Oh, wait, no, Get actually, <laughs> it's Aaron Rodgers because everyone remembers the fuck up. Nobody remembers that Moonlight won, like, whatever. So, <laughs> you know, Rodgers wins this week because you cannot sign a $134 million deal it's and not, not win. win the week for me. Like, that's just it. You know, money talks. So, on that note, see you guys next week.
1: Bye. Adios. The real season starts. Hey.
0: Yes.